Each week, I hope this podcast gives you a boost, empowers you to be your best self. And I was so drawn to working with Mighty Meals. Their mission starts with empowering you to live healthier lives. I love that Mighty Meals is a convenient, healthy meal delivery service made with locally sourced ingredients by chefs. If you're in the DMV, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, for those outside the DMV, then head to eatmightymeals.com slash yourgoodnews for a special offer of $25 off for purchases of $75 or more. And don't worry, if you're outside of the DMV, they are expanding soon. Hi, and welcome to the Your Good News Podcast with me, your host, Katherine Getty. Each Thursday, I'll give you the scoop on the good news coming out of Washington and how you can get involved with this thing called democracy. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Good News Podcast. I'm so honored to have you back. All right, so let's dive in. Both what's been happening in Washington this week and how to call your member of Congress. If you're listening in real time, it is the second week of September 2022. What's happening in Washington? Well, Congress is coming back, the House and the Senate, to work on government funding this month. There is also some Food and Drug Administration user fee agreements, which is a way by which the Food and Drug Administration is able to fund a lot of their programs and staff. There are a lot of outstanding things happening this month. So make sure to tune in to more and I will keep you updated. So today's second topic, contacting your member of Congress. So from time to time, you'll be emboldened, called from your gut. Maybe a friend asked you to lend your voice and call a member of Congress to influence their decision. But where do you even start? Let's break it down into a few steps. First, logistics. Figure out the office you want to reach and whether you want to call or email. As someone who has listened to the calls and logged the number of topics, I'll tell you, calls work really well. Now, I will say for members of Congress, quick reminder that you'll need to be a constituent, so someone that lives in the district, to be able to get through the mail system. The Capitol mail system is a little bit more sophisticated, and now, based on your area code, is able to figure out, okay, you'll be in these few members of Congress's district and basically kind of locks you out of calling other people. To find the right number, I direct you to house.gov or senate.gov to identify your representatives. For the house, you'll look in the upper right-hand corner and type in your zip code. Based on your address, you may be asked to fill in your full address. So if you put in your zip code, it may say, okay, well now put in the rest of your address. Because sometimes congressional districts are so closely they're so closely aligned, your neighbor could be actually in a different member of Congress's district. So you fill in your full address, and it will then populate the correct House member. Once you have that member's name, there's a clickable link, and you can go straight to their website. And at the bottom, or sometimes at the top, it'll say contact now, or contact us, or how do you contact the member of Congress? Basically look for contact. And look for the Washington, D.C. office. You're always welcome to call the district office, but if you're trying to kind of influence the member of Congress's vote or voice or how they feel about an issue, the D.C. office typically takes most of the incoming calls. The district offices are often one to two people, where a D.C. office for a House member is oftentimes 10. For a senator, we'll talk a little bit more on how many 
staffers a senator has in a little bit. So once you get to the contact now section, you'll have a phone number for the DC office. I'll say the steps are very similar to the Senate, but this time when you head to senate.gov, you'll look in the upper left-hand corner and click on Find My Senators. Each state has two. You just look for your state and you'll find the two senators that represent you. You'll follow that similar process, go to their website, find the contact now, and get that phone number. I will say to get an email for a staffer is a little bit more complicated. Sometimes it'll be on the website. Oftentimes, if you just call and say, who handles this issue, they'll let you know an email. But you've logistically gotten the phone number. Let's just go with the phone number example. I think it's the easiest to kind of land on. What's next? Well, you need to have a message. If you're reaching out on a particular bill or issue, mention that at the onset. A typical starter would be, hi, my name's Catherine. Who am I speaking with? Insert response from staffer. And I would respond, I'd like to share a little more about house bill number X, or I'd like to talk a little bit more on insert policy issue. You can also say, I urge support of insert issue, or I discourage support of insert issue. You can really tailor this however you'd like. And typically a staffer will say, thank you. This is your opportunity to engage with them. Really brief convo, and they'll let you know that they are logging it. Or you can ask them, hey, are you logging this information? The goal is to keep it really short, sweet, to the point. And once you have that kind of conversation locked up, say thank you so much, hang up the phone. Once you've done that, though, what really happens next? That lands us on the third point, follow-up. I know what you're thinking. Does it really even matter to one, call, and does it really even matter to follow up? To both questions, it does. Why does it matter to call your members of Congress? Well, that staffer, that staffer that's answering the phone has to log the caller name and issue. If an issue collects a certain threshold, it'll move up the chain of command basically in the office. It'll go from that staffer to maybe another staffer up to the chief of staff, who's a key advisor in the office, and then maybe to the member themselves. Many members often ask for the log of what were the issues that constituents really cared about this week. They'll reflect on those calls. Maybe if they haven't been introduced to that bill before, because there are thousands of bills that get introduced in a session of Congress. They'll ask for more information about that bill, maybe who is sponsoring that bill. So when you're sponsoring a bill, a member of Congress is introduced this bill, you're basically saying you support it. Maybe this member will also ask for more information about how many other people called about this issue. All of that data goes in to hopefully helping them make a decision based on what their constituents want. Now, I won't say that every time a member or a staffer gets a call that they're going to immediately move it up the chain. Often it takes time for it to garner enough attention, but it really does matter. If we believe that we have a representative government, we need to engage in calling or emailing that staff is a really great way for you to engage with the official side, the member of Congress, and how they are operating. I know that it can often feel scary to pick up a phone call, but those staffers have had to call themselves once before, and it really does matter. So 
now that you have this knowledge, now that you can come back, listen to how a suggested call could go, come back to it and engage with your member of Congress. Take the time because it really does matter. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode, a little recap of what's happening in Washington, and a little bit more information on calling your member of Congress, contacting your member of Congress. If you have questions, you can find me at Katherine Getty on Instagram, or my email is support at yourgoodnewspodcast.com. Thank you again for joining today's episode. And if you haven't already, go ahead and click subscribe. So each week you'll hear more about the news in Washington, and some really fun information on how to engage with government. Please leave a review, share with someone you know, and tune in next week for another episode of the Your Good News Podcast.